the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Open Phone In Friday. I'm David Anderson, and we get to talk for the next hour. Come on, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering the entire DMV, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of uh, West Virginia, Pennsylvania as well. How in the world are you on this Friday? Well, today's show is all about you. It's open phone in Friday. That means that you can call and ask me any question you want, and I can address any question you ask. I may not be able to answer any question, of course, but uh, we have the good book, the Word of God. We have smart listeners who know more than me, and, and then we have the Spirit of God, and so we can maybe address the question and get you closer to an answer. We can always pray together as well and ask God to uh, give you the wisdom that you need. But uh, Fridays are reserved for you. You call me and ask me any question. So ask me any question. Now, let me make clear who I am. I, I'm a pastor of a, a church. I am a uh, author of several books on race relations and multicultural ministry. Uh, most of all, and most importantly, I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and married to Amber Anderson and have three uh, young adult kids. So that gives you a little bit of background in case you want to ask a brother a question, you know, maybe from a man man's perspective or a spiritual question from a pastor's perspective or maybe even a business question. Uh, not that the church is a business, but when you have uh, six or 7,000 people, it becomes more of an operation too. And I also run a consulting firm. Uh, and I'm the chancellor of a graduate school, so a little bit of academia in there as well. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, but most of all, you and me kicking it right here uh, on radio. So my number is 888-432-7434. All right, 888-43-BRIDGE. One other thing, some of you don't know, I served in the military eight years as a chaplain's assistant in the United States Army a reserve and also a graduate of the Air Force War College. Uh, there's a little bit of information you probably didn't know. And one other thing I'll throw out there because it's not in a normal resume kind of a conversation, and that is I am a, uh, a African chief in uh, Nigeria. Can you believe that? So go figure that one out, right? Uh, conferred as a chief there in in Nigeria. So there you have it. A lot of stuff, right? Okay, let me bow for a word of prayer, and then I just can't wait to talk to you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity you give us to have a conversation via technology, whether it's social media or whether it's radio. Uh, thank you so very much for the wonderful uh, gift we have of communicating one to another in a free country. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. 
There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or you can go to embracegracism.com and there uh, you can find all the information uh, on me, okay? Also, I just want to give a shout out to my WAVA listeners. So wherever you are in the nation's capital, thanks for listening on 105.1 FM, as well as my social media uh, folk. I'm waving to you now for those of you who can see me on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. uh, At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Well, this is how we normally roll. You've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. That's today. On Marriage Monday, we talked about dirty laundry in marriage. How much do you tell your partner about your past and or even your present? On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about Super Tuesday and Super Stressful Events. Uh, Wondering if you're nervous, apathetic, or at peace when so much is going on uh, in the world, not only in politics, but also in natural events and and, uh, global diseases, right? Uh, and then Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of home improvement uh, with our guest Andrew Altman there, talking about uh, physical home improvement in your home regarding uh, waterproofing from the top roofing and the bottom waterproofing. And then on uh, Thursday, I really enjoyed yesterday's topic it was in that theological realm, right? Theological Thursday, we talked about the theology of end times. Uh, do you think that we're living in the last days? And if so, how do you feel about it? And I also uh, gave you nine signs of the times. Uh, So according to what Jesus said, so love to hear your feedback on that. I think we may have even posted those nine signs uh, on my Facebook live page. I need to go back and see if we did that. All right. um, Let's see. Let me give you the number and then I'm going to go to the phone lines. Um, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Alan, who's on the line. Hi, Alan, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. Good to talk to you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for hanging with me today. What are you thinking? So we had a uh, question pop up in my small Bible study this week that we weren't able to really get down to the bottom of, and I wanted to uh, see what your take on it was. Okay. And the question, and the question was this. Um, we were speaking about tithing, meaning one-tenth of our income is to be uh, donated to the church. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to figure out if that was before or after taxes, which uh-huh. you know, is, is a pretty pretty big uh, chunk of change of your income if you're talking about after taxes. And uh-huh. so uh, we were trying to get a definite answer on that. Well, here's my answer, and I'm going to answer it with a question. How do you want God to bless you? Before in net? Or gross. <laughs> and, yeah, absolutely. I was one to uh, bless me uh, grossly. There you go. So you bless him gross, he'll bless you gross back. You get what you put in. You bless him net, you'll get net back. It's not a one-to-one because he blesses you over the math, way beyond the math. He will bless you in your marriage, bless you in your finances, bless you in your uh, relationships, and then bless you in prevention. He'll prevent the... Uh, the pestilence from taking away from you. So that roof is going to last an extra five years uh, because he's going to prevent it from falling through. So I always tell people, uh, if you want God to bless you gross, then you got to you gotta uh, sow the seed gross. And, of course, when he talks about your taxes, he's not talking about, I mean, when he talks about your tithes, he's not talking about after you've paid the government, after you've paid uh, 
Visa, American Express, MasterCard, mortgage. What happens is people put all their bills first and then they leave God with the rest and then they want to tithe on that. God is saying, no, give me the first fruits. The fir- as, soon as, you, as soon as you receive it, take 10% off of it. Now, you might say, well, I don't receive all of it because they take some taxes out. Well, again, if you're getting paid 50000 it's real easy math. You start with 5000 and divide that up uh, through every paycheck, and that's what you give the Lord. And that's really just the beginning. That's tithes. Then you have offerings. Offerings mean you're going to give above and beyond the tithes to whatever the Lord leads you to give to. So that's my take on it. What do you think about that answer, Alan? I think it's a, a good answer. Um, <laughs> I, I would just follow up. I would just follow up with this. What What would you say to someone who's barely making it and doesn't see uh, doesn't see it realistically to be able to survive and 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 to do that as well? I would say uh, give to the level of your cheer and your faith. In other words, the scripture says, if you don't give cheerfully, don't give grudgingly. God doesn't want it. So give to the level of your cheer because 10% is an Old Testament rule. It's no longer, and, and it becomes a New Testament principle, right? So um, let me change that. Old, Old Testament practices become New Testament principles. So the Old Testament practice was 10%, but the New Testament principle is, yeah, 10% off the top, but really God owns 100% of it. So then God says, just give me whatever you are cheerful about. So if, if you're cheerful about 2%, give 2% because if you give 2% cheerfully and the other 8% grudgingly, it doesn't count anyway. It's not really 10%, you know? And so you want to give to their level of your cheer so you don't feel guilt giving or grudge giving. Now, I would also say give to your level of faith. What that could mean is my level of cheer is 5%. My level of faith is 8%, which means an extra 3% I'm giving, not out of grudge, out of faith. Like, God, I'm, I'm holding on to your word here, and I'm exercising my faith. Now, everybody doesn't have that level of faith. And so give to the level of cheer, start there, and then start adding your level of faith, and then watch what God does. Once God does it, it's going to change your whole calculus of how you uh, think about money. The, the last thing I'll say, Alan— is what I say to people is start with something small, even if it's $20. And what you do when you give that $20, you say a prayer, God, here's $20 I'm putting in. If I see any extra increase between now and the next time I put in my next tithe, I promise you I'm going to give you 10% of the gross of that increase. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Amen. All right. So what that I'm going to take that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say what that does is it puts God to the test. And God says you can put him to the test when it comes to this particular issue. It's the only place in all the scripture where God says you're allowed to test me. And this is the area where we're actually allowed to test him. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to take that answer back to my group. I appreciate your time and you have a blessed weekend. Back at you, my friend. Way to kick my show off. That's Alan in Fairfax, Virginia. As soon as I come back from my break, I'm going to Silver Spring. I'm going to Bowie. And I'm coming to you, by the way. If you want to grab one of these lines, this is the time to get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Waterproofing before the water rises. 
Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you uh, on this open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. By the way, uh, you know, we're praying about in my church where we're going to be opening up other campuses. I don't know where you live, but if you feel like a Bridgeway campus that's multicultural uh, with my teaching could fit in your community, I'd love for you to shoot me an email and just let me know. I don't care where you are. If you can hear my voice, I want to hear from you. Info at andersonspeaks.com. That is my email address. Info, I-N-F-O, at andersonspeaks.com. Uh, Do you feel like a church campus is needed uh, in your particular area? I'd love to hear from you. Now, today is open phone and Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. And before I go right back to the phone lines, let me just give a big plug for the wellness weight loss system. Uh, that center is really helping people, and it can help you as well. Uh, it's the Wellness Weight Loss Center. They are uh, in the uh, Howard County area, and they said if you give them a call, uh, they're going to work with you, and they literally walk with you through uh, your weight loss journey. So call them at 410 410- 
312-932-9355. But you want to make sure you tell them that you're one of my listeners from uh, from Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. All right, let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, so how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine as well. What are you thinking today, sir? Oh, it's about the uh, the money that we give back to the church. Yes, sir. Give back to God through the church. Mm-hmm. So um, church came to me um, and gave me a document to when I do my taxes. Okay. To you know, um, and I didn't agree with it. I said uh, I don't think the church should give me that. Okay. Because if I am return if I'm returning to God what He gave me. Why I'm gonna get a discount out of the IRS and something that was never mine? Uh huh. So I was just wondering what what you think about that because I thought if I'm giving back to God, why now I'm gonna tell the IRS, look, out of uh, seventy thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars I gave you back to church, I shouldn't pay taxes on that. I think I should. I don't know. I don't know why I have to excuse myself tax wise about that money. If I, you know, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just getting back money from the money I gave to the church, and I, I don't think that's that's correct. Understood. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You know. Hey, do this for me. When they give you the money back, if you do get the money back, when they give you the money back, use it to bless the Lord and advance the kingdom of God. So if that money is recycled back to you, it's not a bad thing. It's not wrong. The government's giving it, giving you a tax break. Take it. It's a gift. But every gift you give from the Lord, say, God, how can I now use this to bless you? So let's just say you get $3,000 back in taxes at the end of the year because of the money that you have spent and the deductions the deductions you took. And you get that $3,000 check uh, on April 15th or May 15th, whenever you get it. That's a blessing. Pay tithes on that. And then ask God, how can I use this to bless my family, bless the kingdom, move forward. So don't reject any gift that's coming to you. Just be a good steward of it. That's my two cents on it. What do you think, Anonymous? I, I Yeah, I, I think you have a point. I just cannot give it back to the church because then the cycle is going to repeat it again next year. You know, because they're going to give me a document again. That's okay. Give it back to the church. So. Give it back to the church if that's where God leads you. Why? Because God is also the God of timing. Have you ever um, found money? in your drawer or found money in your account that you didn't realize you had or is in your pocket and it's three months yeah. three months later after you got it. When you got it, when that happened, did you say, wow, I can't believe I, I forgot this check, but guess what? I really need it now. Like, God, in other words, God's timing is perfect. And so if $3,000 comes in, and you give your tithe to the church or to somebody else, however God leads you, that just means that's all about the timing. So don't try to calculate what they do with taxes. You just give because God knows when your church needs it. He knows when somebody in the body of Christ needs it. Sometimes I'll bless people and say, hey, listen, here's a couple hundred dollars. Uh, This is a gift from God. I don't know why he told me to give it to you, but I've been looking to give this away as as an offering. And sometimes people are blown away by that. And I just have to trust it's the right. timing of God. All right? All right. Well, thank you. All right, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Let's go to Bowie, Maryland, and talk to Lynette, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Lynette. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi. How are you? 
Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? That's wonderful. Um, then is a marriage and money question. Okay. I'm uh, thinking about getting married. Okay. And as part of that discussion, we've talked about the fact that we would likely move into the house that I currently reside in. Okay. Um, is it a nice house? So part of that discussion was, like, when you get married, we would assume that you would add the other person's name to the deed um, as well as to the loan. Um, but the discussion came up around the deposit that was placed on the house. Do you think that it is, I guess, ethical, godly to ask the spouse who isn't living in the current home to add to that deposit when they come on board? Hopefully my question makes sense. Well, it depends if it makes sense. I need some questions answered. Is it, okay. a, is it a house that you already live in? Is it? Have you already put down the deposit? Yeah, yeah. I'm already, you know, I've been living here for several years. Gotcha. Okay, so you're already in it. So I wouldn't ask your spouse to be to give you any money with regard to the deposit at all. What I would do is make sure that he's bringing in enough money so he can pay the mortgage. Is he going to help with the mortgage? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yes. So that's a go-forward basis. The deposit is in the past. That was a deposit you paid to live there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that helpful to you? Yeah, uh-huh. It's, I just try to get opinions on it. So, yes, yeah. it is definitely helpful. That is my opinion on it. That's in the past. It's just like if you got a car, uh, you put right. a down payment on a car, and now you're paying every month, and now the, the dude's using your car. You're not going to go back and say, well, you know what? Could you pay for the gas that I used uh, <laughs> you know, last year or the deposit I put down? You now own it. I put, on, I put the word own in air quotes. I know the bank owns the house, but you right. now own it. And so now the question is, if, if we're going to live together, how do we pay the bills from this point on? And then that, that person coming in name, you, you should also make sure that their information gets put on the deed and the loan. Is, is that also your opinion? It depends uh, on, the, on the quality and the integrity of the person who I'm going to put on this house. I know that sounds weird to say that, but now I'm just talking to you like a brother, okay? Yes. And that is, I don't know, dude. (laughs) I don't know if this is his second marriage. I don't know if it's your second marriage. Uh, How if this thing doesn't work in five years or ten years, if his name is on that house, then what happens? Now, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm saying this is worth a discussion of, well, let me just ask you a couple more questions. Is this your first marriage? It is my first marriage. Is it would be his second marriage? It would be his second marriage. Is his first wife? Uh, did she die or is she still living? Uh, she's still alive. Okay. Um, any children in the house? Uh, yes, I have a daughter. You have a daughter, and then does he have any kids coming into the house? No, he is, has children, but they would not be moving with him. And is he demanding to be on the um, on the title? demanding it's just a discussion um that we're having excellent not demanding it excellent so then what i would do if if it's just a discussion if he's like if he's not saying hey honey i need to be on this title this is our our life together and we need to do other if he's not really pushing that then what i would say is honey this is our house together and you know let's talk about uh putting your name on the title if we agree to stay here after we've been married uh, however many years. How long before the daughter's leaving? Uh, my daughter is in 10th grade. She's in 10th grade, so she might be gone in the next three to five years. Is that right? 
Yeah, we expect that she would certainly be going to college. So what I might do, again, as your brother talking to you, what I might do is say, hey, listen, we don't know if we're going to stay here uh, once uh, daughter leaves. So let's do this. You move in. We make our house together. We bond together. But if we decide to move, the next house we get together, we'll do it together. But if we decide to remain in this house after she leaves, then yes, let's put you on the title. But let's make sure this thing is going to work out before we do that. Now, if that makes them feel some kind of way, like you don't trust them or whatever, I wouldn't fight over it. Um, But I think it's a conversation worth having because you are going to have a transition in three to five years. So why go and do all that work and put the title on? Then you're just going to sell it again. And his credit comes on to your stuff. Your credit goes on to his stuff. Uh, it may just not be a bad idea to say, hey, the next three to five year window, we're going to move anyway. And when we move, let's get something together, honey. Okay. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate uh, your perspective and the information that you gave. There you go, Lynette. God bless you as you make these decisions. It's just my two cents. You asked the brother for the info. I gave you what I thought. And I want to talk to you. Maybe maybe what I think might help you or make you feel better about what you think because what I thought was not good. That's cool with me, too. Give me a call. 888-432-7434. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment and praise our plumbers for the clean and meticulous work that they do. They have a rough and oftentimes dirty job, but they're always able to do it with a smile. So if you have a water leak, a toilet that doesn't work, old faucets you'd like replaced, or even a new water heater you'd like installed, I'm happy to send out one of our master plumbers. Just give us a call at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Or you can reach us online at aactionhomeservices.com. Gold prices keep climbing and just hit an all-time high. COVID-19 and battered global economies are sending investors to the safe haven of physical gold to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and wonder what the stock market is going to do next. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers as well as veterans. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-GOLD-IRA and ask for our free gold guide. That's 800-465-3472. 800-GOLD-IRA. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion. 800-GOLD-IRA. 105.1 FM, WAVA, open 24 hours a day. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the D.C. Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. Gold prices keep climbing and just hit an all-time high. COVID-19 and battered global economies are sending 
sending investors to the safe haven of physical gold to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and wonder what the stock market is going to do next. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns, and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers as well as veterans. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-GOLD-IRA and ask for our free gold guide. That's 800-465-3472. 800-GOLD-IRA. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion. 800-GOLD-IRA. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're in the second half of the show. Welcome. It's open phone in Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Any question you want to ask me, I can address it. Uh, whether I can answer it or not, I always say we've got the good book, the Word of God, and a lot of smart listeners, so it's not all resident with me, but hopefully we can give you something that will push you down the road a little bit. So thanks a lot for hanging with me. Let me give you the phone number, and then I'm going to go to Silver Spring, Maryland. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Lucy. Lucy's in Silver Spring, Maryland. How are you today, Miss Lucy? Hello. Hello, Miss Lucy. You're on the air. Hi, Pastor Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Can I ask you a two-part question? Yes, ma'am. Uh, if, okay, you're going to be doing most of the talking anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. One thing is, is how do you feel about, instead of um, the term mental illness, how do you feel about the term brain health? Brain health. I like it. I like the. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would make it a substitute, but I, I sure like brain health. But let me tell you what I think of when you say it. When you when you say brain health, what I'm thinking of is preventative things to make my brain uh, strong, healthy, and sharp. When you say mental illness, yeah. it makes me feel like there is some kind of a defect or a disease that is preventing my brain from working in the way that people's brains typically work. So I don't think that they're synonyms, but I do like the term brain health. Okay. It, it's like, you know, an option to the stigma that comes along with mental illness as a, as a term. Uh-huh. I heard it from Dr. Amen. Anyway. Well, then, okay. you know, then and you the might have to go with brain health and then brain unhealth you know, or brain sickness, yeah. but we, we don't want to mask if there is a sickness or an illness and somebody picks up a gun and they start shooting uh, at, at some kids. We, we, we don't want to say, well, that person has bad, you know, brain health. We want to say there's something wrong there and it needs attention. Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay. Second okay, part question. The second part of it, and, um, about the coronavirus Yes. I actually heard it out of the, the mouth of our county executive in Montgomery County because I was at an AIM meeting, Action in Montgomery. Okay. And I was wondering if you had any scriptures 
um, that that you could pass along to me how to deal with these uh, fearful end of time possibility things. So the the scripture that I lean on always whenever one has anxiety, and that anxiety can come from uh, whether there's a global virus or whether there is a tornado or hurricane or loss in one's county uh, because of some sickness, mental illness, and somebody shooting, right? So uh-huh. here is my go-to verse, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. I'll quote it for you. Okay. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. It says, you ready? Yes, sir. Do not be anxious about anything, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, I won't break it all down, but listen to that last part. Guard your hearts and your mind. Your heart is what you feel. Your mind's what you think. In Christ Jesus. And whenever he guards your your feelings and your thoughts in Christ Jesus, he gives you peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he exchanges the anxiety and the fear with peace. And that's what we need in at times like this. Is that helpful? Absolutely. And very much beautiful scripture. Thank you so much. You got it. Thanks for all you do. Oh, bless you, Miss Lucy from Silver Spring. Okay, listen, I'm going to run to my break now. As soon as I get back, George uh, Herman, if you're still there from King George, Virginia, you're my first one when I come back. I want the rest of you to get in now while you can. We've got a few minutes left. My number, 888-43-BRIDGE. church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? 
Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Open phone in Friday, so feel free to give me a call. 888-432-7434. Uh, let's go to Herman in King George, Virginia. How you doing, Herman? Good. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. What are you thinking today? I'm just calling to uh, tell you something for everything that you've done for me when I was uh, incarcerated in uh, Alton Detention Center. Okay. Uh, you know, just you know, the Lord was working through you. Oh. You know, a lot of my brothers are there listening to your station, and, uh, you know, ever since then, I've, I've just been listening to you, and I'm just, you know, like you said, uh, I think one time you said God works on social media, and he sure does, and, uh, you know, I found Jesus again. Mm. I'm just calling to tell you thank you. Aren't you kind? Wow. So you were listening in the detention center, and uh, God was using the show to touch you, and, and now you're back with him again. Is that what I heard? Yes, sir. Wow. That just makes my heart feel really good, Herman. How are you doing now? I'm doing good. I'm a, actually I'm a recovering addict. I'm working on 18 months getting clean, and uh, I did six months. And uh, I thought going in there was taking two steps backwards, and actually I took two steps forward. Mm. So it was a blessing in disguise. And, uh, you know, like I said, every day I would pray. And, um, you know, I dropped to my knees. Like I said, uh, sp- I, you know, spiritual awakening. And just you know, just listen to your show. I mean, it, you know, just. You know, just the Lord's working through you, man, and I'm um, just I'm grateful for you. I'm really I'm grateful for you. Wow. Well, man, that touches my heart. It makes me want to keep going. So I'll do it just because of people like you, Herman, okay? Thank you. Blessings to you. May the Lord be with you, my brother. Thanks for calling. That was Herman from King George, Virginia. I hope it encourages you, too, as it has encouraged me that uh, God is using our time together. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go to Lusby, Maryland, and talk to LaVon, who's on the line. Hello, Miss LaVon. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Oh, praise God. What's up with you? Well, I had a question. Um, I wanted to know, how do you know if you're walking the path that God wants for you? Hmm. How do you know if you're walking the path God wants for you? Well, you know, a couple of things I think, and I don't always have this right myself, but I was just talking to some folk today. God opens doors, and you walk through them by faith, but God also closes doors behind you. And uh, sometimes it's not until a door is closed that you realize that you are on the path. In other words, you may be even mad that God closed the door. Uh, But then once that door is closed, all of a sudden you see something in front of you and you're doing something and you realize, oh, my gosh, he closed that door on purpose so that I would go in this direction. 
So part of God's move in our life is that he is moving us even when we don't know it uh, and moving us on his path, even though we may not understand it. So there's a there's a trust in God that I'm on his path as long as I'm connected to him. That's one thing. The second thing, though, is the testimony of my own spirit where I have peace in my heart with what I'm doing. Uh, the third thing is other people affirming that my gifts are being used, that my talents are being used, and they're being encouraged, like that call that just came before. A person was encouraged by my show as they were listening to it while they were in uh, incarcerated, and now they're closer to God as a result of it. That's an affirmation. No matter what the devil says, you should stop doing this show. You should stop doing ministry. You should stop. You Maybe you ought to go do this or go do that. One of the things I know is that when I have that affirmation to say God is using me, that I'm on the right path because the devil often wants to get you off of God's path to get you distracted doing something else. Is that helpful? Okay. Is that helpful? I, I bring that to you because I'm an older female who has been um, gone back to school and I'm studying. And so I've completed all my studies and I have to take a major exam to go to the next level. So I took the exam originally, and I failed it, and I went back, and I'm about to take that exam again. So I'd ask God, and I said, you know, if this was not what you wanted from me and I was on the wrong path and there was something else out there that you wanted me to do, to take the daily desire to want to follow this path away from me Mm -hmm. and put me, you know, give me a different desire, you know, just take it from me altogether. He's made the desire even stronger, and I've continued to, like, pursue my path. And so I just wanted to make sure that I was in the right direction. Now, when I passed this exam, I made no bargain with him. I just said, wherever you wanted to put me, because I'm Mm going to be practicing medicine, Mm -hmm. wherever you wanted to put me, I'll go. Yeah. You know, wherever wherever you wanted me to be to combine medicine and faith together, um, because I believe that you should be able to – Give yeah. people medicine, but you should also be able to explain to them sometimes why they're they're in the position that they are. I love it. They're in. I love sometimes, it. Um, your religious belief can come together, and yeah. you can make sense of that to a patient, and they understand why they should change their behavior. I love so it. I want to be able to teach and practice medicine in the same breath. Good. But I cannot go further until I pass this exam. Well, so I'm at the point now where I'm going to take this exam for the second time. Excellent. Um, and I have, a, I have a Bible study that we meet, and my Bible study um, prayer warriors have been praying over me and stuff. But I just wanted to make sure that I was in the right direction and I was doing what he wanted me to do sure. and not just operating on my own. It sounds to me like you're doing and the that's right. That's where the question comes it from. It sounds to me like you're doing the right thing and that you were discouraged when you failed the first time, which made you question it. And that's nothing but the enemy. Um, you got to study harder. You got to go past this test. And if you fail it again, take it again. But you're going to pass it and you're going to do great. And then you're going to look back and say, because I failed it the first time, somehow that was working out for my good. I don't know why right now, but my guess is it's going to be somebody in the future that's going to need to hear that story. Uh, and it's going to bless them, and you're going to be like, uh-huh, that's why God let me uh, let me fail that thing, because it's been such an encouragement to other people who think I'm so smart and think I'm so successful, but the reality is most people who are successful have a lot of failures before they succeed. And so don't allow that failure uh, of the test to cause you to now question whether this is the path God has for you, because it's clear it is. You just got to work harder and, and pass the test, okay? Okay, I thank you so much for your 
insight. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. You've and got I'm it. glad about your show. I was at your anniversary party. You were. Yay. I was. Thank was. you. <laughs> anyway, we had a grand time. Did we get a picture we had a together? Grand time, and I support your ministry. Absolutely. Did we get a picture together? Did I give you a hug? Um, you did. You okay. did. Absolutely. I have a picture of you. I didn't post it, but I have a picture of Excellent. you. Excellent. <laughs> good, good. I posted on my phone. <laughs> oh, great. Well, at some I point, so at much, some so. point, I want you to post it so I can put the name to the face and remember you, okay? I surely will then. All right. Take I care, Miss LeVon. Thank you so much for your time. Blessings to you. Thanks for hanging with me. Let's go to Charlestown, West Virginia, and talk to Peter, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Peter. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Well, I just have a comment for the guy that had the question about the taxes and not taking the, the, the uh, deduction yeah. for his contribution to the church. Yeah. He has to realize that if he doesn't take the deduction, the government gets to keep that money. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, it's never going to go to the church. Oh, that's a good point. That's a real good point. You know, get that money back, and then you can use it for the Lord. But if you give it to the government, it may not be used for the Lord, right? Exactly. It's not mainly probable for the Lord. Hey, that's a really good thought. I hadn't even thought about that. That's why I'm so glad I have smart callers to help me out. That's really good insight, Peter. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Anderson, and continue your good work. You've got it. Blessings to you. Wow, good stuff. Let's go to Ogo in Greenbelt, Maryland. Hello, Ogo. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. And you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Thank you. Yeah, I'm calling concerning uh, what ha- this happened uh, in 2018. So I went to the bank and uh, I did some transaction, and at, at the end of it, I requested for the balance. And when I saw the balance, it, it was higher than what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So when I looked, I found out that my employer paid $1,870-something into my account. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not for the job I did. Um, I was like, wow. I spent the money, but after that, something is telling me that I have to go to them and tell them that something like that happened. Okay. So when I I, 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 I spoke to people around me, and they were like, miracle happens. Then I was like, if that was a miracle, <laughs> if that was a miracle, at least I have to talk to them. Then if they say that that money is just for you, uh-huh. at least. I'll have peace of mind that I'm eating, that I ate the money right. that was mine. Uh-huh. So, so I what happened? So I spoke to a lady in my church. So I spoke to a lady. I joined this uh, group, prayer group at Cornerstone. So I spoke to one of our uh, prayer groups. Okay. And she told me that sometimes we don't know that disobedience is what God doesn't want. Uh-huh. That since my mind, something, that that's God talking to me to go to them and confess and tell them that this happened. So okay. Say, yeah, Did you do I it? I paid the money because I needed it. Um, I, I, I thought, that, okay, I'll go there on that day. But later I said, okay, let me place it, let me put it in prayer so that the punishment or whatever they would do to me won't be. Uh-huh. Okay. Because I don't have the cash to pay now. So what you do? I don't know what to do. I don't have the money to pay. You I'm haven't done it. I'm there. I'm planning to. You haven't done it. Okay, listen. I gotta yeah. go. I have to go to my break. When I get back, I'm gonna tell you uh, what I think you ought to do. Okay. Okay. Hold on. We'll be right back. 
For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code WAVA for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com. Use promo code WAVA for 20% off. The world may be on pause, but your health shouldn't be. If you are experiencing pain or worrisome symptoms, don't delay the care you need. D.C. hospitals have taken extra precautions to ensure a safe environment to care for you, whether you need a medical procedure, urgent care, or screening. These include reconfigured waiting rooms and care areas, screening patients and visitors, requiring associates and patients to wear masks, and disinfecting care areas. Your health and safety remain our top priority. Sponsored by the District of Columbia Hospital Association and MDCD Broadcasters. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. Forgotten Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. It's back to school time. So whether your kids will be back at school wearing masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. Back to school is expensive. So let us help. Enter the back to school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 to help pay for school supplies and kids' clothing. Then your school gets an additional $2,500. Enter the back to school sweepstake at WAVA.com. Sponsored by HydroClean. Google search HydroClean. You can have all the time in the world if the Holy Spirit isn't working in your heart and you haven't dealt with grief, you've just buried it like toxic waste underneath the surface. It may seem to be gone, but it will come back to haunt you sometime in the future. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his message, Happy Are the Hurting, on the next Turning Point Weekend Edition. Sunday at 6.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. on WAVA. Our producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. 
If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com And thank you so very much for your support. I appreciate you. And don't forget, we have a Saturday show tomorrow at 7 p.m. on WAVA uh, for 30 minutes. You don't want to miss that. All right, let's go back to Greenbelt, Maryland. Ogo is on the line. So, uh, Ogo, bottom line is uh, there was extra money put into your account by your employer. You spent the money. Now you feel guilty. want to know if you should go back and tell them. My answer is yeah. Yeah, yes. Go back and tell them what happened. Say, hey, look, I had an extra 1000 bucks in my account. Was that on purpose? Were you giving me a bonus? Were you trying to bless me? And let them answer you. They may say it was a mistake. They may say, you know what, don't worry about it. They may say, uh, you know, that's a bonus for you. Who knows? But let them respond. And then say, well, since it was your mistake, are we good to go? Am I free? If they say no, we want you to pay the money back and say, okay, well, put me on an installment plan, and I'll try to pay you back when I can, but it was your mistake, not mine. So because if if it's a mistake, because it was their mistake, don't let them penalize you because you can't pay it back, all right? You didn't know uh, at the time. You thought you were being blessed. And then you thought about it more and like, hang on, maybe this is not right. But the bottom line is um, coming clean with them is the best thing you can do, and they'll just trust you more, okay? Okay, okay. All right, Ogo. Thank you so much, I remain blessed. Oh, my pleasure. God bless you now. Let me go to my last caller. I've got one minute left. This is April from Columbia, Maryland. Hi, April. Hi, um, I'm calling because I'm just hoping to get some advice on, uh, you know, how to know when it's time to move on from a church. Okay. If there's a way to really tell if there's a difference between being church hurt or whether or not, you know, God is really leading you to leave a certain place. Gotcha. Okay, let me answer that very quickly. I'm going to let you listen on the air because I know we're about to end the show. But uh, I think that you got to pray about whether you leave. And if God is moving you, um, then you need to tell the pastor or tell your ministry leader, write a letter, say thank you and goodbye. But you got to make sure God is telling you to leave because if it's church hurt, what that means is you got to you have conflict and you got to deal with the conflict. After you deal with the conflict, if you still feel like it's, uh, God's calling you to leave, then that's a different story. But if you leave and you have unresolved conflict, that's not a reason to leave. Uh, That's a reason to disobey, because what people do is when they're hurt, they just slide out, which is not what God has told us to do. In Matthew 18, God teaches us, if you got a problem with somebody, if somebody has a problem with you, get it right at the church. Don't just leave. That's my two cents on it. I hope I helped you. Hey, listen, the show is over, but my love for you is not. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this show, for the connections we get to make. And I just pray for every one of my listeners, including Stale, Faye, Romero, Brown, and Rebecca Rodriguez, and Linda, Jensky, Itzkerzak, and Connie Robinson, all of my Facebook people. Bless them in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Norm with A-Action Home.